well, well, won't you look at this? You know what they say, new setting, new man, new ideas. Um, there's only one problem with that. Um, it's not the case here. Because it's still the same fucking place I live. It's just on the dirty couch that's never been washed. Yeah, here I am with my bare skin. Only if the camera could see what it's like below the Orion's belt. Okay, let the space between see the star of this show. Okay, Clint. By the way, I've always found that, uh, or was it the, the Orion's belt in the sky? If you always look in the sky, think of it like a uh, connect the dots. There's always the three dots that are perpendicular, I believe, technically diagonal, perpendicular, whatever the fuck that means. Excuse me. And then there's one. There's a random dot out there. Probably like if you use your hands or fingers. Probably a, you know, um, Kenny Pickett hand. A ways. You know, in terms of your, uh, what's it called? Your depth perception. Because if you're actually out there in space. Um, I'm going to say it's probably like 80 billion Kenny Pickett hands before you get to that random fourth star. Um, but yeah. Welcome to episode 129 of the Off and Beat Podcast. And I want to make a few little um, mini announcements before we really get into the show today. Now, as you see, for one, your boy has been killing it with the bod. They should do an ESP in the body issue with me. Uh, almost like, hey, you know, I, 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 can, I think I could pass by for a swimmer. Um, not gonna win any awards regardless if I'm competing against professional women or men or, you know, everything in between. Um, oh, Thomas, choo-choo train. Oh, honey, don't pull on my bear in the pool, even though I'm gonna pee in it. Oh, pee on my temper, Pedic, baby. Oh, um, I don't know if the audio is even gonna come out good, but fuck it, we're gonna find this out. So, but. Um, I must start with saying, one, this is the first episode I've actually recorded in over a week, week and a half. This will probably be out sometime. Recording this in March twenty, March 27th at 2.56 a.m. Um, yeah, I am actually, for the first time since I believe like 11th grade, I am below 205. Um, as you can see, man, look at these nips. Ooh, it almost makes you smile. I guess you could call it cheese nips. Okay, that's a regurgitated joke. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I feel good about myself. And it's not even about being the most fit, being the most in shape or anything like that. It really is just about feeling good about yourself. And on top of that, um, for the podcast... There will be guests in the near future because I have made a small Amazon gift card investment. Thankful for my family for giving me Amazon gift cards for Christmas. And it basically afforded 90% of this profit I just made. Um, except I can't get the fucking mic stand together. God damn it. It's like, oh, your mic stand doesn't need to come with instructions because only an idiot can put this together. Well, guess what? The pole is going right through the hole because it fits right in. 
it's kind of like your dick inside of a condom that's let out of your league. There's nothing more awkward than when you go over to a lady's house and she says, don't worry, I got condoms. That's always a weird, you know, I, I get, you know, hey, better to keep some in the drawer just in case. You know, maybe keep a variety of different types of condoms. Don't just assume I'm going to come up there. No pun intended. I may come up there because, you know, my, my theory is all the guys that say I don't wear condoms is because they're afraid of what if it don't fit right that day? Hey, I guess that's why I don't wear clothes. Overcompensate for my treasure chest of hairy nips. Okay. Treasure chest of hair, except I am a pirate. And I will uh, pirate in her Caribbean and, you know, uh, colonize it. That sounds pretty sketchy. But anyway, I invested into a boom mic. So now I plan on, there's no planning, it will happen. I will start having guests on the podcast. Um, I've done every single episode solo by default, and really I wanted to get pretty decent at it for one, and I think I have gotten decent enough. I think the more you do anything, the better you get, and I'm not going to talk about myself and how quote-unquote great, even though the numbers don't show that video-wise, how great I am at podcasting, but I am very, um, I am very encouraged. I am very um, happy where it's at. You know, in the progress I've made in this show. Um, simply when people do podcasts, they actually get more, you know, they actually get a little bit more complacent in life because they think just doing the show and doing all that, like, that's enough. And typically they stop working out, they stop doing this. And actually, ever since I've done this show, I believe it's kind of brought a little bit more of a purpose to my life. Now, nah, Jesus, I'm starting to sound like one of those YouTubers that, even though I'm not a YouTuber, but I sound like one of those people that talk about, Oh, you know, um, I've just I'm just so much different of a person now because, you know, um, you know, you don't understand how much work it takes to do this. It's like, eh, I mean, you do it for an hour, upload it, and then you have someone else edit it. So not much. Um, but yeah, no, I don't want to come off as someone that's like, you know what? I found my purpose. It's made me, but you know, this podcast, something I've always wanted to do. And I'm glad I didn't start it right when I actually had thoughts of doing it, which was about probably like mid early 2020. But I didn't start till mid of 2021. June 8th is the first episode I ever put out. Only reason why I know this is because I had to buy a fucking RSS feed that said it was free, but it wasn't. It's cool. It's a good investment. Um, and it's, uh, I'm glad I started when I did not too early, not too late where I was just like, you know what? I'm in a place in my life where I just need to do it. I worry about the logistics. I worry about the quality and all that shit later. And boy, have I, and I have definitely put quality all aside for everyone involved quality. Fuck it. But I do feel like I have put out good shit I really do and that's not me you know plugging my own butthole for pleasure but it is me inviting the PPP loan (laughs) oh Jesus and I will finesse the fuck out of you one day when I make 40 million dollars a year off this shit if I ever by the way I'll just put this if I ever make 
a million dollars plus a year off this podcast. It is a prove. It, it all that does is prove that white men have made. Nah, no. But what it does prove is that this world doesn't make sense. Uh, that's definitely what it would prove. But I definitely do think that doing this podcast has improved a lot of things about me. It's really given me something to look towards to at a time in my life where I was kind of getting better, but not really when I first started. And my life has, I've gone through up, up and downs personally, but even through, even with some personal things in my life that financially, that I, it's a weird place to be in a place financially that you haven't been, and I don't mean in a good way, where you haven't been in a long time. And it's humbling, but it's also one of the best things that can happen to you. And I do feel like life experience through the past year and a half or two has really made me ready for it. I'm built for this. Um, No, nah, but it has made me appreciate and realize the things that actually matter to me. Oh, money doesn't matter. I ain't gonna say that because money would be kind of nice right now. <laughs> Maybe I could actually went on a fucking vacation. You sack of shit. Um, and, by, and I stayed... But I stayed because, you know what, I was like, you know, what? hey, sorry, I, I I took the humble pill and like, you know what, I can't afford to do it because, you know, what? I'm going to work, whatever. And you know what happened today? I I show up to work, ready to work. You know, sometimes you go in the work and it's a weird thing where you actually are in the mood and you're you're kind of excited. You know, you're ready, you're prepared, you feel good, you're energized, you're ready for 10 hours plus of work, you're going to make good money in overtime, all that good shit. You get to work, and they have the fucking, well, I'm not going to say they have the fucking, because you know what, they're really in the, you know, I, I wasn't mad about the res- of what I was told, but I was told, I showed up to work, clocking, stretching, you know, the boys getting ready, get that work in. And then, you know, my supervisor comes up to me and says, Hey, you're already 50 hours. You have to go. You can't work today. And I wasn't mad that, hey, I understand, you know, labor can't be paying the boy too much. I get it. But my thing is, this isn't, this is actually the first time it's happened in this job, but this has happened in other jobs, which goes to show your boy is a worker. Oh, what are you? You're just an employee of life, huh? That's all you are is a worker. It's like, yeah, I make money. Um, while you're caught up in your self-obsession of entrepreneurship where you want to shit on people that are going to eventually work for you, I find that very ironic. What does that say to you about how you treat your employees? Is that what you view them as? As just people who are just workers? Well, without those just workers, entrepreneur, you ain't shit. You have no one to actually make your business and your profit as you obsess over your profit. And your margins and all that without these quote unquote workers that you deem as a less than applicable quality in life to fulfill a personal prophecy where you don't really actually, you know, you're not Jeff Bezos. You're not actually changing the world. You're literally your business. This world would be the same with or without it. And all it is for personal profit. And that's okay. But don't say you're not like you're fucking changing the world. You can create Microsoft. You have a leather skin business. You have a rug business. 
You know how many rugs are in the fucking world? You know how many rugs people buy in their lives? Maybe a couple. You're not fucking Home Depot. You're not changing the landscape, literally. You're not changing the hardware market. You don't have competition with Lowe's where your prices actually be decent. Wait, oh, like you're not creating a freaking uh, distribution center that changes the way distribution works. You're not changing the beyond meat. You're not changing the meat industry. You're not changing how things work. You're just creating a business to, hey, if you like hats, we got hats. You know what I mean? Fucking you could go to the department store and buy fucking random hats that they make. I can go and get custom made hats with my name on it and my penis. All right. And you want to sit here because you create hats with the number 22 on it. And think that you're changing the world and call yourself an entrepreneur. Like you own a fucking kiosk center at the mall. Fucking calm yourself. All right. But yes, I'm a hard worker. And my thing is, you guys have all my information, you have my social security, you have my background check, you have my lack of criminal record, you have my phone number. Just call me. You know, companies have no, you know, places, your employers have no problem when you are running five minutes past the time that you're not really required to be there, but it's just highly recommended to make the start of your shift easier, even though you're not really required to be there. But hey, when you're five minutes past that, it's, hey guys, where you at? But when you show up on time, ready to work your ass, your hours are in the system, your times are in the system. They know how many hours you're at before you show up to work and they see, hey, this guy comes to work today. Do we want this guy to work today? If we don't, how will we give the guy a call? So he doesn't have to detour his whole day. So he doesn't have to plan his day to come to work. Because I don't know if you guys know, but when you go to work, you're planning your day. You know, you 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 take, as someone that takes great pride in what they do, anything they do, I prepare, not for this podcast, but everything else that I actually give a shit about, I prepare. I prepare for dates, even when there's no reason to prepare for dates, all right? Pre- you know, preparing for a date is really nonsensical when you really want to break it down. It kind of brings out the spontaneity. But as someone that, like, freezes up when a human being is there and is so worried about what they're going to talk about, especially when the other person always expects you to fucking do everything, which in today's day in society, I'm assuming, haven't been on that date in quite some time, but I know the jizz, all right, it is what it is. And my thing is, you have my phone number, it's convenient, you have emergency numbers, you have my contact numbers, my emergency contact, shoot me a text, call me, tell me to go fuck myself, and be like, hey, you're not coming to work today, and if you do, you're not clocking in, alright? This stuff's not hard. Because you would require me. Because I also look like this. I was If I'm scheduled to work. And I don't come to work. Would you guys write me up? Would an employer write you up? 
If you're scheduled to come to work, but they know you're not, they're not going to let you work that day. But the fact you didn't come to work and didn't give a heads up, no call, no show, even though they didn't want you to work or they're not going to let you work, are you still technically in the wrong? I don't know. All I'm asking is, I think if, and because this isn't the first time it's happened, Adam, but the first time here, and again, I wasn't that mad about it. I was like, oh, all right, cool. But then as I was riding home, I was like, you know, I could have planned my day different, working on some personal stuff or whatever. But hey, you know what? Fuck me. But yes, fuck me. Oh, by the way, this is the Off and Beat podcast with Clint Nelson. In case I forgot to mention, I don't remember if I mentioned, but now I'm going to mention. Um, But yes, I will be, there will be, going back to the origin of all this, there will be guests on the pods. There will be guests. It's not going to be every episode, but whenever I can, once I figure out this fucking boom mic stand that I feel like an eight-year-old can figure out, but your boy is so inept that I actually got so angry that I actually punched something and I like bled my small right pinky hand. Actually, it's just a pinky. I was thinking my toe like my pinky toe because it's the smallest one, but I don't think that's the correct term, but for your hand, it's actually called the pinky. Like, Austin Power, and I'm a gold member. Um, She took my money and sucked some titties. But, Yes, I'm very excited. Um, I I will say, you know, I guess we're getting a little inside pod here. I do wonder if I, I one thing I worry about because of the way I, you know, based off things I know, I I speculate. I'm not gonna assume, and I don't even think it's that big. It doesn't change how it's gonna how I'm gonna operate my daily life. But I do think I am on the lower end of intent terms of severity. I think it's very light. I do think I'm kind of on the spectrum a little bit. I think to be able to talk by yourself to yourself and conversate with yourself, you do have to, I, I wouldn't say you do, but I think typically there's something about, there has to be something that's considered off, quote unquote, in society. And that's what we consider people with disabilities and sorts like that. And I do think I have a form of, yeah, odds and maybe a little Asperger's in some ways. And I actually think it's a good quality for me personally. I could be wrong on that. Maybe I'm highly projecting my own. Um, project these nuts on my own, baby. Uh, but I do, um, one thing I do, I am curious if I, because I, I don't really want to do interviews. I just kind of want to have someone in here. Or have someone wherever, and I want to. I'll go to them and come to me. Whatever works. Like I want to be able. I kind of like doing podcast. I want to try doing podcasts in different environments, not just in the corner of my room where I hate myself. Um, I, I like carrying the mic, but actually, in this case, I'll have the boom mic over. Whatever. I do wonder, as an interviewer or even as a co-host leading a podcast, how that dynamic works. Because when I first started doing podcasts with my friend, shout out to Kevin, who uh, suffered through my, uh, who suffered through my overtalking of him, and uh, not really overtalking of him, but looking back, like it was like the podcasts are so bad because I was actually so uber prepared, 
And it was more like there wasn't really a back and forth. It was really just like you talk, then I talk. Because we didn't know what that we were doing. But one thing that I, I do think I'd be different now about, I think it'll be better, obviously. But do I want to do more of an interview? Do I want to have like just someone come on and be like a co-host, a guest? And where you just, I talk about some shit and we talk about some shit and quote unquote vibe. Oh, we're just vibing. It's like, meh, I don't really care to vibe, but I do care to see uh, what's under your vibe. Vibe me, baby. Uh, turn around and just cook me, baby. Also don't want to use my podcast. One thing, you know, I, I one thing I do is one thing I do worry. Not right now because... No one listens enough to, there's not enough people that listen or watch this for me to even, this is me really uh, believing it before it's actually happened. I do think if someone wants to come on the podcast, I, I do think it's because they actually, they either like me as a person and they're doing it as a favor to me or they just want to have fun and shit. One thing I do worry if this podcast ever gets an ounce of anything, of popularity and shit like that, I do wonder when people start asking to come on the show that aren't like people I know like that because they have some maniacal interests or they have some, uh, what, what's what's the term I'm looking for? When they have some um, motivation that's different, when they have some whole business purpose. I hate when people collaborate for business purposes. If both people are fine with it, that's fine. But when someone reaches out to you and says, I think it would be good for business for me to come on the show. I think it would be good for business if you came on my show. And it's like, I don't do this for business, for one. Do I hope one day I can make this a marketable business? Sure. But I don't think having every move you make, every guest you have on, have this underlying oh, this is what's going to give me more of this and that and that and that. Like, that simply will be an effect of things you do. But I also don't want people coming on my show to boost their own portfolio status. I don't want a Blue Jasmine coming on the show and having, I'm not, and I wouldn't have a type of girl like that anyways, but having a Blue Jasmine come on my quote-unquote fresh and fit or come on my uh, mediocre tour and that one podcast where she talked about Vanessa men and all that shit or Brittany Renner's and I, I'm not using like the, you know, gold digger hoe shit as an example, but the, someone that's like kind of, you know, whatever, like normal person, maybe a following on Instagram, but then they blow up because they go on a big podcast and they, and they get elevated doing that thing. I don't really want to sit here and promote that shit for one. But I also don't want someone's like, the only reason why I want to come on your show is because you have a lot of listeners, you have a lot of followers, and this is good for my brand. If you like me as a person, you like the show, that's one thing. But there are people that just look at the numbers, look how big your show is, and say, I want to go on that because of that. And me personally, I don't want that. I want someone that wants me for me. No, but I do want someone, for me, the biggest thing about anything in my life and I really think always kind of has been this way, is genuineness. I do think that genuineness is why I want the basis pot. Well, we, we, we fuck off, we, you know, we talk about bullshit, we talk about, you know, getting our anal plugged for breakfast, but, you know, you gotta let the toaster scramble, baby. Um, 
extra set and burn. Oh, by the way, on toasters, that that hold the little knob that you turn all the way down is lightly toasted all the way up and it's darkly toasted. That thing is very inconsistent. And the bagel, like they have the random buttons for bagels and this, like, uh, do you want to, you know, you want to do flip? You, you want to flip the bagels? Like, all right, then if I put the bagel, does exactly what the bagel says, then it burns the wrong side. It doesn't even burn the right side. I guess I say it doesn't cook. Then the other part's soggy, then you have to throw the bagel away, and you're like, ah, fuck me. Uh, uno reverse, I guess. Uh, let the CC, and I'm not talking about cream cheese. I'm talking about, yeah, fuck me. Uh, but yeah. Uh, next time I do need to put the camera closer. I'm really holding the mic a certain way because the cord connecting it to the audio is very flimsy. Oh, jeez. Day sponsor, orange cream, baby. Uh, let me take a sip of this. But yeah, look, genuineness is something that's very important to me. Not to get too sentimental here. I'm not that type of guy. But your boy uh, looking good, so I can afford to be vulnerable. Yeah, when you're ugly, you can't be vulnerable. But now that your boy's body's tight, whitey, and, well, always been whitey, but now it's pretty tidy. Next thing you know, I'm going to put your girl night nighty. Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, well, Bill Cosby, huge inspiration. But Deshaun Watson, even a bigger one. Nothing, you know, nothing like being rewarded with 22 plus allegations. I think there's actually been another one added because she, I guess the extra allegations like, oh, 230 million guaranteed. I, I, I think I had an incident. Um, no, but, you know, nothing like we have. It just goes to show that society. We don't really care about things the way we say we do. We always say protecting this, that, and then there's the opposite extreme spectrum where this, that, and the other. Think about it like this. Some guy, Deshaun Watson is the biggest, um, this dude has, ironically, this dude has benefited most by the most fucked up situation of his life. I'm not talking about whether he's guilty or innocent. Here's what I'm saying. The dude last year did not play a single minute. Now, he's ready to play like, hey, he was technically on the roster, and he was paid every single penny. All of his money, because they couldn't suspend him and all this shit. It was basically up to the Texans what to do. Hey, you either play him, or you can make him inactive, but he's getting his money. And he got all of his money last year without playing. So he preserved a year in his body, got paid. Then, this man's quote unquote, all right, so he said, yeah, he got paid, but you know what? There's some shit coming down the pipeline. He's going to be punished, blah, blah, blah. He may still get suspended by the NFL, whatever. But the dude is rewarded with a five-year, $230 million guaranteed contract. The biggest guaranteed contract in history. Fully guaranteed. Of all the people to be guaranteed a contract. A guy who has all these all this shit he's been accused of and has dealt with and all this shit. This is the guy we give a $230 million contract to. 
I think it, it, it just kind of goes to show one. We don't we don't really care about a lot of this shit we say we do. And I don't know if we should, to be honest. I think there's certain roles in society that I don't think it matters. You know, you could try to translate what if a guy at your job would have the same exact thing where he's getting 22 plus lawsuits. One, you probably wouldn't even know about it because he would probably just stop showing up to work. Because guess what? If some guy's 22 accusations and all this shit, there's no real civil court. You're being held in something. You're being held in jail or something with some type of crazy bond that you can't afford. Sean Watson wasn't even brought in jail or nothing like that. And I'm not going to speak on whatever, but I just found fascinating. The man's quote-unquote punishment for all of this is a $230 million fully guaranteed contract. Gotta love it. Oh, oh, gotta love it. That should be the new name of the podcast. Gotta love it. Um, but yeah, look, I do think um, I I am curious in how I'll be with the guest, you know? I'm literally talking on a podcast about my worries about having guests. Because I wonder if I'm, you know, based off my experience on dates and stuff I think I'm a good date for the most part when I'm comfortable when I'm feeling good about myself and shit when I honestly the better the less I give a fuck about what the other person thinks for better or worse typically the date goes amazing it's when I actually care so yeah I know you feel that one it's uh I do wonder because I'm gonna start having friends and I may even start asking random people I kind of want I know I'm not going to be the first podcast I ever do. I kind of want to just interview and co-host and have random people. That like literally someone I can meet that day from at a coffee shop. I want and I see someone I find interesting or run into someone that I conversate with and be like, you know what? Would you like to actually come on my podcast? They're not famous. I'm not famous. I can't tell you how many views. I can't tell you what this will do for your social media. But would you just like to come on a podcast and talk to a random stranger? And I wonder how that dynamic actually works. The first, because literally you will be seeing the first time someone actually meets a stranger with no Wikipedia page, with no knowledge to go off before. Because, yeah, there are podcasts where someone has someone on that they've never met before technically, but they're aware of them typically. But I want to have someone that I have no relationship prior with, no connection or nothing. And literally, you will see on screen being free of myself. And I wonder if that will actually help me develop as a person. Um, because I don't really care to ask, hey, how are you? How's your day? What's your, where are you from? Like, I don't really like this isn't a biography. I'm not here. I want to talk to you about something or we could bullshit about shit. But I want to get to know what you're about based off funny, interesting, maybe real conversations we have. You know, I do think I want to be my goal. And this wasn't my original goal. Like far as when I started doing this, my biggest thing was just like, I want to get shit off my chest when I have fun. I want to become a respectable, fairly big podcaster if we're going to be honest and I wanted an excuse to have people actually want to actually 
be a part of something. You know, I wanted to bring anyone is simply involved. I'm not now that I can have guests with a boom mic and shit and anyone could come on. Maybe I podcast with three or four of my boys, maybe three or four girls, maybe have one of those fresh and fit type of shit where I just look at them like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Maybe we have an orgy off screen, of course, but you see what happens beforehand. Forget after dark. This is before dark. Um, yeah, and I still want to put out as many episodes, but I want to keep it interesting. I don't want to be pigeonholed as a guy who is just a solo podcaster. I want to be able to do both. I feel like I've done 120, now this will be 129 episodes of doing solo. And I've done it in 10 months. Respect a little over not even like nine and a half months. I put over 120, it'll be over 129 episodes, whatever. Like the consistency I've proven to myself and I've proven to my fans that I have recently gained. It's not a lot, but it's something. It's something to be something when you're the, I want to be the biggest no-name podcaster in the world. And I don't want to rely on celebrities. I want to be able, when you see me, you tune in. When you see me, regardless if it's some person you met before, maybe I, because I want to put people in quote unquote, and I hate this term, but everyday life, everyday people, people who I actually find more interesting than sometimes celebrities, because I feel like everyday life people actually, you know, they're actually in the economic range, realistic. They're in the same life age range as I am. You know, in my mid-20s, early, I have friends early, mid-late 20s. I want to be able to interview people that are 50 years old. Maybe even have my parents on. Maybe have my family on. But, you know, I do worry about, do I want, I don't even think my family would want to come on here. Because, honestly, I would be, that would be the most terrifying episode to do. Because I don't know what they're comfortable putting out. And since I don't edit these podcasts, I like full beginning to end, all that shit. I don't know what they would be comfortable putting out. That's why I don't really talk about my family unless it's in a positive light. Not that I have anything negative to say, but, you you know, I don't want to be, oh, you know, my family this. uh." It's like, I'm not going to be that dude. I feel like that shit's kind of weak, even if you do have real issues with your family. It's like, unless it's provoked in public, I don't really see need to put it out there like that. But I do, like, if I had a family podcast, I don't, you know, I think they're, proud if this thing ever became some stuff I don't know if my mom wants me to sit there and interview her and talk about her youth you know um I don't know if my dad wants to come on here and, you know talk about, remember that time I chased you down the hill because you were a little bitch <laughs> good times why'd you quit baseball <laughs> uh but no so you're like I you know and my brother and my sister like I don't you know I, I would be more worried like I would be more nervous doing that and that would put a lot of pressure on me because I would feel pressure to put the best parts out there of them. And I don't know if I always bring that out. You know, I, 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 I'm i always curious. Like, you know, I've seen other podcasts or bigger interviews, bigger podcasts like Ethan Klein has had his parents. I even I don't really care for Ethan Klein, but I think it would be cool. Like if they if my parents wanted to my family, like, of course I would, you know, it's just. I don't, you know, I'll be worried about putting them out there, you know, if, if there would be public slander and shit like that, because I can handle, look, people are going to make, you know, people say I'm an idiot, all right, cool, like, I would call an idiot, 
my whole life. <laughs> the Simpsons. I guess you said the Bart of my family. <clears throat> you say I'm barting up the wrong tree. No, okay, come. Uh, but I do. I do find myself in a place where I want to be able to. Do, I still want to put out a lot of episodes. My my belief is volume. As of right now, when you are not, when you're no name, per se, and you don't do crazy editing because you don't have the stuff yet, your best bet is to just do it as much as you possibly can, and don't put out bullshit. Like be yourself. Put out real shit. Take time. Like I haven't recorded an episode in over a week. Um, I've been busy working, and even when I've technically had time, I've almost made an extra emphasis because I had a couple banked episodes. I want to start making them more. I don't want to, like, bank an episode, put it out six days later, like, maybe a day or two at most. I want to put it out fresh because I want to start talking about current topics, you know, be more current with it. I don't want to be one where you record an episode a month and a half later. I know there's big podcasters that do that. And they just bank episodes and they just look as a check with sponsors and shit. And I get it. You have sponsors, you know, and if you have a busy schedule, wife and get like, I, you know, I'm, I'm not against banking episodes. But then you can tell when you listen to the episode, they purposely avoid current type of things because they just talk about themselves and stories because that's the only thing that they could really age well. They could put out a month later where it makes sense. Like I couldn't sit here and talk about. I don't know, trying to think of something like, um, I couldn't sit here and talk about, you know, Pete Davidson and Kanye in this episode and then put it out two months later and, or put it out like a month later and they haven't even had a thing in a month. They haven't talked or nothing. They haven't been, the, neither one have been in the news for nothing. Like it would be like, all right, well, I could definitely tell and they'll make the consumer tune out, but I do want to have this be a versal. I don't want to be pigeonholed, but I do want to think about, you know, I don't want to be just a general. I I, want to be an open podcast where I don't pigeonhole myself, but I do want to, when someone thinks about this podcast, it's in the name. I don't want to be off the beaten pad, but where does the name often beat? I know the origin of it. I've told you guys before. I used to be off the beat and kind of correlate that with my personality and I think it's fitting. But what's the niche? I don't I, I'm very careful not to call it a comedy podcast cuz I think I'm not a comedian by any means. I think I'm funny and corny. I think I'm a different I think I'm more corny than funny. But I think that's my appeal. I'm a corny guy on the cob, which is the county I used to live and kind of still do. All right. I just revealed my location. So don't send me your location unless it's me locating these balls in your mouth. Uh, clean shaving, baby. By the way, I did shave my face. I can't shave my face when I'm with you. Because of my rolls. Honey roll. Um, but yeah. It's, um. Uh, man. It's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm more curious not like you know Megan Stallion type of curious but you know I am fascinated with something in that I do wonder do I want to 
like, what's my niche? You know, what is a niche? You know, they always say the biggest thing in YouTube specifically, but really even podcasts, like, what's your niche? Because there's so many people out there that just shooting the shit. And this podcast is just me more times than not, like just getting on the mic and I'll typically not know what I'm going to talk about. And then once I start talking, one thing leads to another. That's how my mind works. And typically those are the best episodes. Sometimes it could be serious. Sometimes it's just bullshitting. If you listen to my first episode compared to this or any of my recently themed episodes, I've experimented some shit and I'm actually pretty, I'm starting to find a sweet spot. I really do. But I, you know, I don't, and I wonder if I don't have a niche, is it because I'm not really putting the effort or time in? And I think it's because I don't give a fuck. I really don't. You know, I I used to think when I started this, I thought sports would be a really big factor because I love sports. I always have. I rarely ever talk about sports. I rarely ever do. Do I keep track of sports? Yeah, like on the daily, I'll keep track with stories. I'll watch undisputed clips. I'll watch this. I keep up with shit. I know what's going on. I don't really watch the games because most time I'm at work and shit, but sports used to be such a vital part of my life. And I almost like I have no real attachment to sports anymore. But I care about it if that makes sense. It's like it's like an ex it's like a ex girlfriend you love, but you're okay not being with her. It's like an ex girlfriend that you still like have a strong affection and respect for, for everything it is and everything it's done for you and everything it's impacted you, um, and but you're okay with the fact that. You know, as of right now, I prefer anal. Um, I, that's like my fourth anal reference. Why am I with, what's with me and anal? I don't know. Hey, guys, don't get too anal about it. Okay. It's always fun when people say, don't get anal about it. It's like, well, what if they actually do enjoy being anal? So you say, hey, don't be too happy about it. Um <laughs> But, no, I would say this is a storing, a storytelling podcast with bitch, I would say it's a bitching and moaning, ranting, storytelling, corny, puns, within it all, podcast. That's pretty simple, right? I don't know why it's not hidden. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think, you know, the... I just want someone to, my goal is I want people to listen and I'm careful about, I don't want it just to be escapism because I I want people to be able to find, I think more people, I know this, oh Jesus, this is going to sound arrogant as fuck coming from someone like me who's quote unquote in the eyes of many, a quote unquote nobody. And I still hate that term, but I get it. Is that I do feel like a lot of people believe a lot of the shit. I'm saying all my rants, bitching about this and that. They've at least thought it, even if they haven't gone that deep with it. They're like, you know what? People that park in front of stores that aren't handicapped, they are assholes. Hey, you know what? The guy at Culver, it's funny how I remember my own rants. Talk about how self into myself I am. 
The guy at Culver's who calls his girlfriend when he gets up there like, Hey baby, what do you want? Instead of having a good fucking idea what they want. Saying lingerie, highly overrated. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of guys, a lot of people, a lot of women agree with me on a lot of this shit. And it may be something like, you know what, I didn't think of that. I never thought it was that serious. Because I take the stuff that's not that serious and make you make it a little bit more serious. Like decaf coffee, my most recent one. It's it's a very it's like yeah, decaf coffee is really stupid. Even the people that drink decaf coffee and tea and all that shit. It's really dumb. All right? But it makes you think. And that's the type of shit I want I want people when they tune in and be like, "I wonder what he's got to say today." That's it. Nothing crazy. Like, you know what? Maybe that's why I put the timestamps. I clarify it for you guys. Uh this is a terrible podcast. I'm literally talking about my podcast. Within a podcast. Fuck inside baseball. It's inside the podcast, baby. Um, and you know what they say. If you want to know someone that has nothing to say. It's when they talk about themselves the most. It's like. But. We all talk about ourselves. If you're doing a solo podcast. By default. It's weird if you don't talk about yourself. Because you're disconnecting yourself from your thoughts. And you're not admitting that you have bias and shit. So however you want to fucking digress it, however you want to break it down, however you want to make yourself feel better, we all talk about ourselves. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's when you talk about yourself and think that that's the only self that matters and forget the your. Let that sink in. Uh, But... I'm considerate. I do the time stands for you guys. Okay. Anyways, the future of the podcast, right? The future of this podcast. It's going to be a mixture. And I'll make sure for you guys, when I start having guests, I will put their names or whatever alias they want to put out there, whatever people are comfortable. And I will have co-hosting shit. Maybe I maybe I will do more standard interview, depending on the type of guests, what they're comfortable with, whatever. You know, I'm a very flexible guy. And I will tell you immediately the next episode my thoughts on that podcast. And if we had sex or not. I mean, because that's the only thing people give a shit about. Oh, I bet they fucked. It's like, and even if we did... Is it wrong? Like, am I, am I, you, you know, people say like, oh, you know, people try to say that chivalry is basically a form of paying for sex, right? Like chivalry, like, oh, taking a girl out on a date, paying for dates. If you go on three dates to pay, you like, you spend a couple hundred bucks for sex. It's really no different than prostitution, except I would say it's a lot different, but I get, I get the sentiment. Like I've kind of gone, I've gone back and forth in the past, but really I've come to like, you know what? If you ask a girl out three times, you can't be mad if she didn't have sex with you the first couple times because you still kept taking her on dates and you voluntarily paid for something that she obviously didn't want to give you. You know, they say a girl knows if she's going to a girl knows if she's going to sleep with you within like the first 15 minutes of interaction with you if she will ever sleep with you. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Obviously, you know, people, oh, you know, we were friends for three years and I never knew. And I was with this guy and that guy. And then somehow it was just a natural connection. It took me getting banged by eight guys to realize, you know what? 
This guy's been here to hold my hand through all these breakups. And he's never pressured me. No, but you know, like, you know, I, I, not everything's instantaneous and probably ones that aren't the most instantaneous probably have the most longevity and there's probably real genuineness there. That's why I like it is good to be friends with someone before dating. Like you typically have a better understanding, a different respect level. You understand someone's boundaries more. You're not into the impress of over affectionate to prove something. You're not into the obsessiveness and feeling like you got to learn someone in three months before. Hey, what are we now? It's like, you know, it kind of takes the fun out of it, but it also makes you more relaxed. And there's shit. What was I talking about? Um, but yeah, shit. What the fuck, Clint? Ah, whatever. Fuck me. Um, oh, but yeah. Oh yeah. Is, um, if I have guests on this podcast, especially with ladies, and I bring them on, and I'm not someone to do this anyway, so I'm, but I'm sure there are guys that try to use their podcast as a way to get girls to talk to them and shit, even though, you know, I can do it by myself. Um, the podcast would just make it a little bit easier. Who needs a big dick when you got a, you know, a not so big podcast, but it's got potential. Um, girls always love guys with potential and never actually follow through on their own potential. I'm that guy. <laughs> uh, no, but I've actually, you know, I've actually done shit, but it's cool. Fuck me. Um, show up on time even when you don't need me, but it's cool. I'm always on time. Then you send me home so I don't get overtime on overtime. Um, <laughs> you know, you worked too many hours a week because they told me, hey, you worked, hey, you're at 50 hours. I'm like, no, I didn't. I was at 45. And then as I'm driving, I'm like, wait, I did work. I did, co- I did work that extra shift. I did work 50. That's how you know you work too much. When you don't even really pay attention to your own hours, you're just like, fuck it. I need the money. Um, but, what is that? I don't know what this is. But, no, you know, is it is is it a form of like when you take a girl on a date and pay for money, you're hanging out with her, you're paying money to do this, and you're volunteering, all that shit. Is that same if I were to use this podcast? I'm going to use me as an example because I'm a guy with a podcast. I can do this, you know. I'm only one of a few white men in the world with a podcast that thinks people give a fuck what he has to say. And that's what we do in the city, in New York City. Fuck Baton Rouge. That's a John Mayer reference. Um. Been a long night in New York City. Now I fucked your bitch in Baton Rouge. Uh, but yeah, it's um, if I were to use my podcast to bring girls on, kind of like Fresh and Fit style, where they have a bunch of girls on and then they fuck at least one or two of them after the show. After dark, tie dollar sign. Uh, thank you for the dollar sign. All right, Clint. <laughs> hey, it was there for taking. Ty, thank you. You and I without the T-Y. Uh, you and I without the thank you, bitch. No, nah, but if someone uses, for example, if I were to use this podcast, as an example, the lawyer girls and all this shit, give them a platform since that's what we're always obsessed with. Like, I would hardly call this a platform. More of a, hey, it's a preview showing. Um, if anyone wants to come to this middle school art gallery show, 
it'd be kind of weird if someone that wasn't that didn't have a kid in this middle school just walked in like a grown ass 40 year old dude walking through our gallery looking at kids art but he doesn't have a kid at the school didn't have any relation to a teacher there it's like yeah i'm just here for the art at an eighth grade our gallery show you're here for the art hmm interesting if someone's not my friend or shit, it would make no sense for them to be on this podcast other than one to fuck me, I would assume. Um, but if someone were to use their podcast as a way to lure, as a way to have an excuse for someone to kind of, where if without the video, without the podcast, without having something to put out for uh, people to listen or watch them, would they be there, right? Maybe, maybe not. But is it a form of, hey, you gotta, is, is it a, shit, what, what am I, I know what I'm trying to say, but I'm trying to think of a way to make sense. I think you guys know what I'm trying to say. You're just like, God damn it, Clint, get to the fucking point. <clears throat> Would it be really a form of that? Like taking girl on dates where I'm basically using this with the intention of, Hey, you know I didn't... It's kind of like Deshaun Watson flying these personal masseuses out. Like, you know I didn't bring you here just to massage my back. Like, I literally have... I'm literally in Texas. You don't think Texas has professional masseuses? I literally play for an NFL team where they have professional masseuses, professional physical therapists, professional everything. I make 30 plus, 40 plus million a year. Even then... You think I'm flying you out here for 5K to massage my back dimples for 45 minutes and get a Swedish massage on my upper back? The fuck? What if I'd start Deshaun Watson it on this podcast? Like, after the podcast, like, hey, you know, I didn't bring you here just to, you know, ask you about your life experience without a dad, you know? That's not what I brought you here for. You know, I didn't bring you here to actually get your view on the oppression of women. You know, I didn't bring you over here to, you know, actually hear your views on feminism and suffer through that for 40 minutes. It's like, no, I brought you here to combat, build sexual tension, and let it carry over to the bedroom, baby. Come on, baby. Nah, that is... But honestly, when you look at it that way, when dudes try to, oh, I pay for this, like, well, if you continuously take someone out and pay for something, and they haven't, oh, I hate to use the reward, because I, I guess it should never be an expectation, but at the same time, if she probably doesn't sleep with you after a certain amount, she's probably not really that into you, because I'm going to be honest with you, someone's into you, and they want to fuck you, they will. I mean, I, I don't know how, I know we live in this fancy type of shit where it's like, you know what, sometimes time builds, build. it's like, you know what, you wait too long, some guy else is going to be in there like, you don't have to wait with me. If you're going to waste your time, waste your time with me. Fuck that waste, man. Um, I'll give you more life over here. All right. Get your shit together and fuck me already. Um. Talk about a blimp on the radar. Okay. Uh, 
But, you know, honestly. Uh, honestly, I look like if, you, if your whole intention of going on, on a date with someone is just to eventually have sex with them, if they're going to have sex with you, you don't really have to take them out to dinner. They were going to have sex with you without doing all that. Now, you may have to do a little bit of this and that if they're a decent human being. You know, maybe they're not whores, but, you know. It's like, a, you know, by the Rose is a shitty person. It's, which, by, I mean, I get it. Hey, man, you got to leave that ugly wannabe dude for Leo. Like, I get it. But she said, I would rather be his whore than your wife. That's hurtful, man. Like, you know, you want to talk about hurtful. But goddamn. She's telling the truth. It's probably the most honest thing, one of the most honest things ever said in a movie. And I doubt all of that took place on a Titanic boat while everything's falling apart. The ship is sinking. You're in the middle where it's 18 degrees out in the freezing water, wherever the fuck the iceberg happened. I doubt in the midst of all that, she's like, you know what? I need to tell you what I really feel. You know what? I'd rather be his whore than your wife. He's like, you know, this is not the greatest timing to hurt me. You're going to make me suicidal on a ship where it's deserving to be suicidal. You know, it's almost not to bring something way too serious because they're both true story, but like 9-11 when you're, if you're like at the top building, that's why you saw all those people jumping off and stuff because they're like, you know what? I'll just take matters in my own hands and jump off, you know? Because, you know, you don't want to... It's weird seeing another plane coming out. I don't, don't want to get too much into that. But yeah, look. I'd rather be his whore than your wife. Amen. But see, he did all the right things. Took her on a million dates. I think they were engaged. Maybe they got married. Took her on this cruise Titanic ship. Boy, that was a Titanic mistake. And Jack just met her on the boat and said, Come down to this car with me. And uh, I'll show you I'm the jack of all trades. Okay, Clint. And let's just say something arose. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And I'll show you something. And I'll make your Titanic sink. Okay. That even makes sense. I should probably make more of the... Oh, don't make my Titanic cock sink in your crushy vagina. Um, yeah. They probably didn't even shower back in the day. So, yeah. Sea salt, baby. Let the wound salt it. She just let that man die. Not to bring up the past. But, okay. Um. But, look. Honestly. You also look you like, alright, man. Like, well, how much... Like, what's your price? I would say, if you're not a guy with crazy amount of means, you gotta have a price of how much money you're willing to spend... And how much of a quote-unquote investment, I hate to say that like that, but anything's an investment. It sounds bad. It's not literally you're looking at someone's a dollar sign, but things take dollar signs, all right? You got to do shit most of the time. You get to a certain age. It's like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes even going to the park, you have to get there somehow. You're probably spending gas money, all right? Maybe you have to pick them up. That's extra gas money. Man, you know what? You make a little picnic. Bring a sandwich. That food that you made... Sandwich you brought wasn't free. There's a profit to everything. Your time, right? What are you going to do? Not go get a snow cone across the street? Like, everything has a price, and that's okay. My thing is, 
you you as a dude or anyone that's paying for dates and stuff, you got to put a price like, all right, once I get to this amount, maybe reduce to the places you go. Maybe go to Chili's instead of, you know, uh, P.F. Chang's. You know, reduce the, reduce the gas drive. Reduce the clothes you have to get to go to these places if there's a dress code. Put a price where it's like, you know what? For this person, I'm not going to pass this amount. And if I get past that amount and there's no, there's been no progress made to go below the Orion's belt, then you know what? There's your answer. You know, it's like Chris Tucker, my dad used to say, money talk shit walks. And if the money's not talking to her, let that shit walk. All right? There's plenty of girls that will do it for less. Now, guys, you can find girls to pay dates for you. Guilt them and be like, oh, yeah? Fuck you. You know what? If you want to hang out with me, pay for me, bitch. And she's like, ooh, I like that. Then she pays for you like, you bum-ass bitch. <laughs> Just keep treating someone like shit when they're the ones paying for everything. It always works. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, honestly, my thing, right? And I will always subscribe to this. Is that you should never take someone out with the expectation that it's going to lead to X, Y, or Z. Obviously, first dates and stuff I'm talking about. You know, when you first get in the know, that stage. Not when you're together. Not when you're together. If it's my birthday. Yeah. I'm expecting it. And you know what it is. I'm expecting it. Don't say you're tired and had a long day at work. It's like, you know what? I've had a long 360 plus days of dealing with you. The least you can do is reward the boy, even if you're going to break up with me tomorrow. At least give me one last chance to fuck up your life. <laughs> Let me impregnate those lips, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, talk about careless whispers. We could have been so good together, but then I impregnated your sister. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, um, seriously. Uh, I just think that when, when, when you decide, like, it's okay to say, like, oh, man. I want to fuck this girl. Like, nothing wrong with that. But, you got to draw that line when it's not happening. If it's not happening, it's not happening. Cut it off. And if she wants to come back and be like, you know what? I want to hang out. I'll cook for you. And that's when you know you're in. So, future of this podcast. Bring the ladies over here. Deshaun Watson 2.0, baby. <laughs> uh, all right guys hopefully love love the new bod love the future of this podcast i'm excited for it i'm excited to see the growth the biggest thing is continue growing what you're doing all right guys that's episode 129 the off of the podcast don't forget to suck some titties i have no clue what the title of this is going to be but if you're going to waste your time Waste your time with me. Honestly. Alright guys, have a great day whenever this is posted.
Follow the podcast on all apps, too. Yeah. You know, the use. Oh, Jesus. Ugh.